The ASOS podcast. Hey. Hey, I feel like that wasn't enough energy. Do you want to start that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Start again. Hey, five. <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, hi. We're back, baby. ASOS podcast. With the back, back. Love to see it. Love to see it. Or love to hear it in this case. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so we have a lot to talk about because we didn't record last week, did we? Why didn't we record last week? Because we're the inconsistent podcast. You're going to catch us and you're going to catch <laughs> us. <laughs> it's a surprise, baby. And and that's why everyone needs a USP. And that's ours. Yes, Inconsistency. That's right. Um, no, but my understanding is that, man, you actually did enjoy yourself last week. You switched off it last week, right? I actually messed up, um, so my apologies, fans. Uh, I was in Gay Paris. Gay Paris? Yeah. Oh, did I get to tell you about it, by the way? No, nope. let's, say about, let's say your review. Oh, wait, yeah. First, I've, I haven't been to France before, so it's the first oh, really? time I've been. Say what? Yeah. Did they let you in as well? <laughs> they didn't get me confused with a migrant or anything like that. Wait, wait, I got, I got a quick question. How long was customs? Oh, not customs, but like you know, we now have the separate queue because we're no longer in the EU. How long no, did it take so to get past passports? It didn't take that long because I did Eurostar, didn't I? So you check before you go. Oh. Yeah, so it was, it was almost like a quick train journey, basically. They check you, border patrol, one one look over, you're sitting there waiting for your train, get on your train. I fell asleep, woke up when I was in Paris. Like, it was pretty easy to be So honest. what, you weren't awake when you went underneath the tunnel? Um, for, On the way there, no. I got up for a bit because it was my turn to look after the boy. Oh. Um. So, yeah, I was awake for a bit. It's a very quick... Like, you're only in the tunnel for, like, what, 20 minutes? And then you yeah, come yeah, out that's right, that's right. on, like, one side of, uh, of... You come out in a different country, basically. Would you do um, Eurostar again, or would you fly? Because I've only ever flown to uh, Paris. No, I'll do you Eurostar to, again, Why would you fly to Paris? Eurostar's so easy. Yeah, because you end up in the heart of Paris as well, so yeah, it's a lot easier doing. Uh, I mean, it's like it's like twenty five pounds for a plane ticket, and it's forty minutes. It's yeah, quick. no, but, but then like, you're not counting the journey to the airport. To the airport and from yeah, the I mean the journey to the airport is the same amount of time as it is the same pancreas. Okay. Yeah, but then the journey from. The Paris airport to the centre of Paris, that's a long one as well, isn't it? Is it? It is. Yeah. It means mm, pretty much enough. the same as it is for us to get from, say, Gatwick to, um, to central London. You cannot win. Yeah, so when is Paris at some snails? Um, didn't get to try a frog leg this time. Also went to Disneyland. Um I can't really, sorry, not Disneyland, but a theme park that's very popular there. Um, And I didn't realise, but there were some special privileges that I have there. So um, if you guys want to come with me, um, can can enjoy those those privileges. I'm there. I am 100% down, man. Let's do this in the summer. Yeah, that's it. Even if we go like one night, or it's, it's so chill, we could just go... Ooh, and then 
I'll tell you after the pod some of the privileges that I get. Can't really bait up the team too much. <laughs> you get me? But yeah, no, it's good time, man. Good time. On to the next one. Cool, cool, On to cool. the next one, baby. I'm appreciating that. You sold it to me. You sold it to me. Alright, um, cool. Um, like I say, we've got a lot to talk about. we got to talk about someone had an interview. Was it Gail King, her name is, in America? Yep, yep, yep. yep. And, and that person was really trying to cry, but I didn't see the tears. Um, nah, guy, she definitely cried. My guy, Ace Rocky, got himself a terrible Rocky situation. Not ASAP. I did that really badly. I just said my guy ASAP got himself into a rocky situation. But anyway, yeah. Um... Yeah, we caught that one. We caught that one. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna edit it, chop it, right? Chop it right. Yeah, 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 we caught it. Uh, <laughs> um, we have some people chatting smack about Nipsey Hussle, which I really didn't appreciate. Um, Tim Westwood's allegations. Yeah, in a, in a few minutes, he's going to get exposed in his own D- TV Oh, drama. yeah, the TV show's on tonight, right? And, um, yeah, obviously we've got music to review as well, so um, we better go. We better start. What should we start with? Shall we start with an album? Alright, if we're starting with an album, let's do Naughty by Nature by Diggity. Diggity. Come, um, who wants to go first? Not me. Not me. So then that leaves more. Uh, naughty by nature. Um, as the album cover suggests, it's an evolution of his sound. But it's, was this a mixtape? Yeah, I believe it was. Right. Okay. Um, so basically, this was there was so many samples, um, not so many, but there was quite a few recognizable samples um, on this album slash mixtape, and it flowed really well. Like I feel like Digger D's come a long way. Um, he got number one for this as well, which is number an amazing feat. Crazy. Yeah, number one in the country. That's crazy, isn't it? Can we just point out as he's done it as an independent artist and um on the mixtape as well? Like that is wow. crazy. But yeah, go on, carry yeah. on. I feel like a lot of like the top UK um artists are independent. Um like when we're looking at people like D block etc. like are they they're independent. independent. Yeah, yeah, they're independent, man. I thought they were like Virgin or something like that. No, they're independent. Like, that's their MO. Like, they're big on being independent. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's, I think, like, it's, it's super impressive, man. Like, come back in the day where the industry would only allow people, like, one at a time, like Dizzy Rascal, your tiny tempers. Like now, all these guys are doing it for themselves and getting the racks. One thing we own the industry now. We own it. One thing I also liked is that UK US connection. Like on G Lock, where you had like Money Bag Yo trying his hardest on on a drill song, UK drill song, flowed a bit. I liked the Let It Go song with Maverick Saber. It was nostalgic. It was fresh. It was a really good album. 
Um, so yeah, big up Digger D for his project, mate. Who's next? Okay, so just as you said that, uh, Benzema scored for Real Madrid, so that is 2-1. Game one again. He's going to go on a rampage. I feel like Benzema just needs like a little, gives the other teams a two-goal advantage to warm himself up. But um, <laughs> we, we go, we go. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll go next if you don't mind, Nolly. Yeah, go for it. So Diggity's like probably the biggest. Yeah, I think he's like outside of Stormzy, and I don't know if I would even say Dave because I don't think Dave is really. Okay, so like, let me rephrase that. When Stormzy was on social media, because he's not on social media anymore, he was like always the person that was taking a lot of attention from the blogs yeah. and stuff like that with the stuff he was doing, and also the fact that it wasn't just like the the, the um urban blogs that were following Stormzy but like the mainstream media stuff wasn't really following Stormzy but um, since he's the part of social media I think Diggity's the guy that really gets the most attention now and it's partly because of the women that he dates because he seems to run through all of the Insta buddies in the UK and he has some overseas that are on him as well but also it's for the music he makes and of course maybe some of his criminal activities in the past but what is great for me with Diggity right now is that he behaves like a superstar, but he's actually backing it up. Like a lot of people, how do I put it, they, they maybe have like a, a hit every now and then, or maybe just a one hit, and they try to portray themselves as being something that they can't. They, they, they portray themselves as being at a level that they cannot maintain with the music that they're putting out. Let's put it that way, right? So with Digger D right now, I'm, I'm of the opinion that he just consistently puts out good projects and I'm not a massive Jewel fan and I still think this about right. him. With this project here, I think there is a heavy use of samples, especially the 50 Cent samples and, you know, it makes it a case of, like, you're just going to end up liking the song. If you have a, a 21, ca- 21 Questions um, sample, you're going to like it, right? Because everyone loves that song. But he does put his own twist on it. He puts his own, you know, element of him onto the track. So it's not okay to be yeah. just a pure cover. On top of that, you have a, you have the whole. He had like Money Bag Yo on there as well, which is a, he like Money Bag Yo is like the biggest rap artist in America at the, at the moment. Surely top five for like right now. Definitely top five. For sure. Yeah, I'll probably say top three, maybe top two. It's probably him and your baby right now. Would you say is the biggest act right mm, now? For, what's his name? Fabio Florin's making a name for himself. Yeah, Fabio. Fabio. I feel like the baby might be a bit bigger as well. Uh, yeah, the baby. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I've, I don't, where did where did um, Fabio Fabio land last week? <laughs> Why did you say it correct and, <laughs> and incorrect yourself? I'm, I'm gonna go by how it's spelled. Where did he land in the charts? Because I know that Moneybag actually had a number one album. So I think it was seventh. See, so there you go. Moneybag's picked up. And I don't think the baby's got number one either. So there you go. My point is that I'm really liking what Diggity's doing. He seems to be, like, you know, for the most part, staying clear of trouble. If he's going to keep finding these baddies to date, keep making his money, keep making good music, I'm all here for it. Um, and the baby has had a number one album, just like uh, Kirk. Oh, so you know what he did, and then he cussed out the gay community. So he's probably never gonna go to number one again now. <laughs> but he's but but he's still on the mainstream media, so. No, but my point is that Moneybag is bigger than him right now. 
I'm not saying he's like the. Obviously, you've got big artists like Drake and J. Cole and Kendrick and whoever else, Future. But right now, I would say Moneybag is bigger than the baby. I'll disagree because Moneybag, I say, um, little bit, so, oh, the baby. So many babies. Um, the baby's going on shooting people. He's notorious. Yeah, he's more infamous. And I think that's what. Hold on a second. So, are we ranking the baby as a big artist because he shoots people? Is that, that's to be clear. Yeah, basically. Like, <laughs> you know <laughs> what? I'm not going to argue with you this one. Like, I, you know, I love to argue. But I'm not going to yeah. argue this one. Like, if you're going to say it because the person shoots people, then that's on you. Bro. No, but it's true. Nah, but it is, that's what you're it's, saying. It's the, it's the ridiculousness of hip hop. Like, People like someone that lives their raps. Uh, I, I, I'm still gonna say money bag in it, but cool. cool. Say what you got to say, and we can agree to disagree. And plus, money bag's not the baddest of the of the girlfriends of these like anyway. So, no. Anyway, um, Ali, over to you, bro. Yeah. So, as you all know, I dislike drove passion, but there's always exceptions. We done diggity Pyrex um, living, I think, or Pyrex something last year, right? His last album. Yeah, that's correct. And that was enjoyable. Yeah. That got ranked highly. I really like that. And this this kind of just continues on from that. I like this. Um, very interesting samples. Like, he's ruined I'll Bring You Flowers for me. Because now I sing his version, but it's catchy. I'm, I'm still not 100% on board with the mad aggressive lyrics, but I did appreciate him telling his story, especially the first track, when he was just getting really deep with it. Um, I really appreciated that. Like, there's, there's depth to his music, so you can listen to it and appreciate what he's trying to tell you, or you can just take it at face value enjoy the beats and the melodies and it's catchy it's it's like there's layers to it and, and i appreciate that that to me is what this sort of music's about right right creating depth I, I appreciate that so i don't really have anything negative to say it's just i'm still not on board with the aggressiveness of the lyrics but that being said he's like delivered them really well content's like I don't want to say good, but it's good. So I liked it. I like the samples. It's a bit long, but happy to listen to it again. Jeez. Okay. So what's the scores in? Manny, what are you saying? So my brain, I'm just, I don't know why it's, it's spring, but I'm thinking about autumn in a weird way. But yeah. Um, Scores on the door for me, it's a three. Okay, Ollie, what are you saying? Yeah, it's a three. It's good. It's not. It's not like great. It's good. Yeah, I think three is fair. I think, and I think it's a three for you because it's so long. Again, as I always say, and I will say it again, if it was about five to eight tracks shorter, it could quite easily be a high ranking. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I ranking. Oh, 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 oh. There's something that we need to talk about. The boxing. 
No, we usually save sports right until the end, don't we? I guess. So. But we'll talk about that later. Later. Yeah. Uh, oh. Shall we get into a bit of the news then? Not should be the, the first bit. Let's do let's do Tim Westwood first. I think we could kind of move past that one. Not that we want to move past it quickly because it's a serious thing, but. Trigger warning, trigger warning. The big dog. Do, do, do you know what it is yeah, with him? It's not that it's not serious. It's like everyone knows it already. It's a bit like Jimmy Savile. But then what do we know? <laughs> like, what do we know? That's the thing. How do you mean? Like, the fact that the guy, like, okay, at the very minimum, right? At not the very minimum. That. He hasn't done anything. I'm not, I'm not even saying he's to go to prison here. I'm saying at the very minimum, he does inappropriate stuff. That's the very minimum, right? But I, I, if he said to me that is he a rapist, I don't know what the women. I know that sorry, I know that the women that I think seven women have come forward with accusations against him, but I didn't see what the actual accusations were. I think it's. But I do right. know for at the very minimum, this guy does inappropriate stuff, right? Because we've yeah. seen videos of it before. Yeah, but, yeah. but I don't know if that means he's going to go to prison or anything like that. Maybe he might lose his job. But you know, like I think, well, I, think I think BBC got rid of him quite a while ago now. Yeah, ages ago when uh, Charlie Sloth took over. Yeah, that must be going on like. No, but I think there was a, there was a nine big, years or so. There was a big refresh at the BBC at the time, though. So that, yeah. I don't think he was kind of seen as that much of a thing, and also the fact that immediately he went to Capital Extra as well. So that was it. Yeah, that was it. I, I don't um, think that was a response to any sort of accusations true i think for me i think yeah like tim westwood's i don't know like you always just see him on like social media like whining on young girls and that the guy's almost 60 and i think he's older than 60 man living his best life hey siri how old is tim westwood Fucking oh hell, man. That's, That's crazy. He's older than my dad. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? <laughs> but that's it. That's it. Like, he's, and then when you see him, like he's always looking like he's living his best life. But there comes a time. Do you know what I'm saying? There comes a time where you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's. But it's, why? Why can't old people have fun too? No, but come on, like, it. okay, let's put it this way. You do have older people that are DJs. You have, like, the Fat Boy Slims, the Carl Coxes of the world, and others. But they treat it as a job. When you're looking at Tim Westwood, he always looks like the guy that's just happy to be there. Do you get what, do you catch my drift? Like a kid in a candy store. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He's not... I wouldn't... Uh, like, I feel like he's done a lot for the culture as well. But I need to watch this and understand, like, where these victims are coming from. Uh, you feel me? I feel like we have to, we're going to have to see how this goes because... It's not that it's obviously it's just probably could be the tip of the iceberg, and we might find that there are more serious accusations to follow up to follow this as well. But um, what you say is that what what program is it on? 
you know the name of the program? Yes. Um, it's on BBC. It's on BBC Three. BBC Three program. Okay, so I'll probably find yeah, it. Yeah. And um, our UK listeners will be able to watch that. I think BBC show a lot of their stuff. Um, yeah. Online. Well, yeah, you, know, you, you might be able to access it over the internet. But yeah, okay. So that was a bit of a negative story. In fact, I don't think we've negative. got any positive stories, do we? Like, not a single negative. one. So what is going on there? What's the positivity? Well, maybe some positivity if you're a Tory Lanez fan, but <laughs> let's not go there yet. No, what are you saying? Let's, let's uh, save it more out. news or... Actually, I've got a positive story for you. Bad yeah, Baby made fifty, almost $53 million last year. On OnlyFans, so if you ever think about being an OnlyFans star, maybe it's now the time to do it. Get in there, get naked, and make some money. Haven't they stopped that though? Because originally it was meant to be for like knowledge sharing and stuff like that. It doesn't matter what it was meant to be for. The girl made fifty-three yeah. million dollars, mate. <laughs> I don't think she gives a fuck. <laughs> so if yeah. I have that, have that fifty-two million. $892,972.42 that she made, I think she takes home like pretty much 10 million less than that after OnlyFans takes their cut. Yeah, I think it was like 43 million or something like that. Yeah, just over 42 million. And then obviously she would get taxed on that as well. But you know, I'm sure that her accountants will know how to pattern up nicely. That's a mad amount of money. You know. that most she, she's making more money than most of your favorite rappers. In fact, it's probably like five of them that make more than that. I'm thinking like Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, if he drops this year, probably make more than that as well. And that's it. Yeah, makes more than that. Okay, yeah. I don't, okay, you know what you're right, he does. He does absolutely. P. Diddy makes more than but that. Diddy's not a rapper. I'm not, I'm not going to Dr. Dre him. makes more than that. Dr. Dre's not a rapper either. I don't know if Dr. Dre actually Ludicrous does. I don't know if Dr. Dre actually does make more than that per year now. Vic Ross makes more than that. I don't know if he does actually. I don't think Vic Ross is making more than that in a year. No. Vic Ross is definitely making that with his investment. More than, more than 42 million a year. Or, or 53, if you want. It's a lot, you know. That's a lot of money. Oh, it's, it's it's a lot of money for sure. Oh, mad, mad. With his mad. investments, he's definitely, he's definitely racking. I thought to put the Forbes list on. Forbes rapper list. I think Forbes lies. He says that all the time. Okay, but that's that's the only way of what we can do it, though. We're also going to do it. Which way we're going to do it. But I think it's mad, like, getting that mad much amount. So that, that much cash in... Through just one venture, that's, that's one the thing. madness. So she probably can run the elsewhere as well. Exactly. She's definitely not making up. Okay, music. so so we've got here a list. How many is in this list? I don't know. Tech Nine made twenty five million. Doja Cat made twenty five million. This is for the year twenty twenty one, right? Yep, Doja Cat's yep. definitely going to make more than that this year. Um, Birdman made twenty five million. J Cole made twenty seven million. Eminem made twenty-eight million. DJ Khaled made thirty. Do you feel as though they're priming Doja Cat to be like the next superstar? She has, she well, she's the first woman. So she she shattered Beyonce's record for the longest um, album in the Billboard Top Two Hundred. As a what? Something like that, or top ten? I think it's top ten, not top two hundred. Top ten. 
which is mad. And she's doing really well. I don't particularly like her music. I don't like her history. But she is doing well. That can't be denied. DJ Khaled made 35 million. Travis Scott made 38 million. Riz Khalifa made 45 million. Drake made 50 million. So look here. Bad Baby made more money than Drake did. That's mad. Wait, but is that 50 million after taxes? I don't know where it says. Let me check. Um... Mm. Just said top earnings. Let's see if it's gross net or if the tax or anything like that. So well, let's just say it as top earnings. Also, still. also, bad baby. That's just her one income. So she probably has income from Instagram as well, and whatever other things she does. Diddy made so so Jake made fifty. Diddy made seventy five. Kanye West made two hundred fifty, and Jay Z made four hundred seventy million. So Rick Ross isn't even on this list. Yeah, yeah so, Google uh, says it made like eight million or something like that. And ideally, right, your 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 accountant should show you making as little money as possible so you can pay as little tax as possible. So I get that totally. And if I was bad baby, I probably wouldn't have posted that screenshot on Instagram because the IRS are absolutely going to be on her ass to get as much money as possible. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's mad that she made so much money, man. Especially when you think about it, she's. Her, her drive to fame came from her saying, Cash me outside. And I should about that. <laughs> literally, she's cashing out outside, inside, outside. everywhere, bro. So, yeah. Um, What's next? Another album? Let's go. Yeah, go for it. Go on then. I started off the last one. I just told the news, so Ollie is up to you now, bro. Fine, Ollie fine, 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 fine. fine. Back, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Blast, uh, spelled B-L-X-S-T, released an album. I still think it's Blisk. I don't know. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I only found out it was Blast today. But um, see, You see when that girl from... Um, <laughs> What's in it? <laughs> Little Vix tries to speak. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how the guy's name is felt. Really. Yeah, like, <laughs> their, <laughs> their questions are raised yeah. from her. Like, how do you know? How, like, Matt, how do you pronounce it? Blisked. That's Blast. Bro. I told you this already. All right, all right, all right. So, so you're happy saying that's Blast, but you're not happy saying Favio is Favio. No, because when people put like X in a word, like quite often, it's just to replace another letter, right? But F I V I O is F V O, okay? F V O. So, how do you spell knight like a knight of armor? A knight of armor? Yeah. A knight of armor? Yeah, man. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. A knight in armor, like a knight in armor, like like so. Hold on, so hold on. We talk about silent letters here. Oh, okay. So no, no, no. Because I want to say, let me just understand your stupidity properly. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm trying to say is, sometimes the English language don't make sense, right? And then other times it does. So Fivio, and they carry on. Fivio, as you were. Anyway, so he released an album called Before You Go. 13 tracks of 
decentness is the best way to put it. <laughs> it wa- it wasn't like like it says hip hop on Apple Music. So I was, I was expecting some some hardcore rap, some some deep bars, but that's not what we got. It was more like R and B or like melodic rap. I don't know. It was it was good. It's um. I don't know how to... Like, there's, there's nothing that stood out. It was all very... This is okay. This is all right. I can listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. That's decent. Like, the one track that stood out was one with Rick Russ. And that's because he was spitting some flames. But... It hasn't... It didn't, it didn't inspire me. It didn't have me playing back a track. Or, like, wheeling it back up. Like, none of that. It was just... The tracks flowed... They sounded like they're following a certain theme. They sounded quite similar. Like the vocals weren't amazing. Nothing seemed like it was pushing the envelope or being a bit experimental. It just felt very safe and very average. I don't know if I'm out on an island here, but no, not at all, mate. I fully agree. I agree with you. Um, it did feel safe to me. I did like. His songs like um, "Fake Love in LA" with the female vocalist, I believe, Aaron Ray. Um, I also like the Rick Ross song. Coming, he came in, spit a bit of that luxury rap on it. But yeah, it it, it didn't blow your socks off. Like it wasn't anything. That oh, you you're bringing the socks chat back. Oh my god, <laughs> this has been <laughs> that is a blast from the past. Off. Oh yeah, my yeah. days! I've, I've kept that one in the locker. In the locker. Yeah, um, it hasn't it didn't blow my socks off to be honest. But did your socks I get halfway off? Or was it like that, I would say, I'd did say your toes keep them on? No, my toes were still were still well into the sock. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't go past your ankles. <laughs> yeah, it was just hovering halfway off my. What? Ankles. So your heels were covered as well? Damn. Yes, it, it didn't blow them off. It didn't blow them off at all. Like it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was just like it didn't feel. It didn't feel fresh. It just felt like, all right, this is what could be successful. Let me just do this. Let me not stray from these parameters. Let me just stick in this little bubble here. Let me get a few features to lift it up and take the monotony out. And then we jump right back into that monotony and that safeness. And then we'll just ride it out for the 32 minutes. (laughs) That's what it felt like. All right. I've done my review then. So I don't think it's quite as bad as all he's making out to be. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's, it's, just, it's monotonous. It's, like that is monotonous in my in my own view is bad when you talk about music. So I wouldn't quite say it was that, but I do agree that it wasn't particularly inspired or special. So in my opinion, it is an average album, and it's a weird one because like you get those albums that are like the songs don't particularly stand out as singles, and it kind of like a mood music sort of thing that you play in the background. Not to say it's bad music, but that's what sometimes you get songs like that, right? But this wasn't even that. All mm. of the songs sounded like singles, but they just weren't that good. If that makes sense. They, you know, like back in the day when we had remixes, yeah, and it was an actual remix, so the beat was different. Maybe you got some different lyrics. That's kind of what I felt like every track was—a remix of the initial idea. Hmm. Well, you know what, right? You might have something there because of the fact that all the songs sounded very contemporary, right? And 
and and when you've put it that way, then yes, what you're saying there kind of makes sense. So yeah, that's not a bad shot what you said there. It, it was all along the same similar pattern of of making music. But I wouldn't say it's Adam Monotonous though, because they were very clearly different songs, different beats, but with the same overall theme. recipe, shall we say. Okay, maybe that was a bit harsh, but it... <sighs> No, I yeah, think you were being harsh. Stand. Nah, come on. Like, it was, it wasn't it's just a bit of... repetitive. It's just yeah, feel there's nothing fre- to break it up. Fresh. Nothing break it up apart from the Rick Ross feature. But that what was I will say, album. though, is that I felt that I expected more from this album because I have heard him on other people's on other people's songs and quite often he's been someone that's made the song sound that much more polished, that much better, um, brought the songs up a level. I'm surprised that his album didn't go a bit further to cementing him as an artist that I enjoy listening to. So I'm not sure if it's one of those things where, you, as you guys said, maybe he was playing it too safe and maybe it's something that he later regrets and the next album comes out, he's going to just be like, you know, smashing it. Or whether it's just going to be a case of this is his level and we can't really expect much more than this from him, but but he'll be a good feature artist. Yeah, I feel like he definitely has talent. I've heard him on features and I've enjoyed his features. Mm. I just think he needs a good exec. Because when you look at it, right, people, when you talk about like, someone that's a great featured artist, right, you look at someone like Ty Dolla Sign. And I I never expected Ty Dolla Sign's own music to be as good as it is. But it's that excellent. Is but, um, you know, when he first came out and he was doing all these features, like, this guy's really good. But I thought he'd be like, and again, not talking down on Nate Dogg, but I thought he'd be a bit more like Nate Dogg, whereby Nate Dogg didn't have, like, classic projects of his own. But if you put him on towards his song, it just raises a level by, like, it. by 10. You know, by, like, um, yeah. So, yeah, so Blast, do better next time, man. We, we show you great in you. Yeah, Black... Blixt. Blixt. Bro, I sent you a link. The link shows you how to pronounce his name. Or sells you how to I'll send you one with Favio where you finally say it's Favio or you still say Fivio. That's nonsense. Anyway, it's a three years for me. Oh, I'm going to be a bit mean then. I'm going to say it's a two for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm bouncing between like it's. Two's, two feels a bit harsh. This is why we need like point scores because it's like a 2.6, 2.7. Don't, don't be nice with your two. It's a two. It's a two. <laughs> All right, if two. it's a 2.7, give it a three then. Alright, three. I went from a two to a three real quick. But I, I don't think it, I don't, I don't feel like it deserves a three. But it's So then give it a odd. two. It's not that hard. What? Two, 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 two. two yeah, two, there you two. go. What did you give it, Manny? I gave it a two, mate. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, next one. It's like a two point seven. Elon Musk is a G. Elon Musk. Why would you what say you that, do? Manny? Because Elon Musk bought out the thing that he's been playing with the most. Twitter. Do you not yet? I think that Elon Musk really is like Tony Stark. He really just says like, oh, I'm going to do something and he just does it. He was actually in that Iron Man movie, wasn't he? 
Was he? Was he? Yeah, don't you remember? He was, in, he was in Iron Man. I think it was Iron Man 2. And then Tony Stark's walking around and he's like, and they're in a restaurant. And I think Justin Hammer was yeah, there. Yeah, he, he kind of ignores him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to speak with Elon. And Elon's like, yeah, I'm in this bitch. I'm in the Marvel. Yeah, he has some movie. But I guess at that time he wasn't as much of a household name as he is now. But yeah, he definitely is in the movie. Just Googled it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the guy in the white suit. At the races at the start. Yeah. Is Oli trying to make out he just remembered it or was he just looking on Google as well? No, I Googled it and now I remember. <laughs> just, uh, oh, no, no, it's just coming back to me, my brains. <laughs> it's coming back to my brains. I just <laughs> yeah, accessed I just do a Google search of my brain. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, yeah, so he's he really is that guy. He just does what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Imagine, like, you know when people say stuff like, oh, you know, I'm rich, I have to just buy your shop or whatever. Don't chat to me. He did that on Twitter, bro. That's mad. I saw a meme, yeah. I saw a meme. You see um, The Dark Knight, yeah? When uh, the Joker goes to the Asian guy and he's like, tell your people they work for me. I saw a meme saying that Elon was a Joker and then the current CEO is the guy. I'll send you it. I'm not explaining. Yeah, man, it's not going to be funny, though. (laughs) <laughs> you explained it, you just took all the joy away from it. Anyway. Well, there is something that I don't like about this whole um, him purchasing Twitter. It's Quite. the whole motivational speeches that are coming from it. Like, Elon Musk wasn't born on a on a jewel, what's it? A gold, no, diamond or emerald mine. Emerald, I think it was. He was. Like, yeah, like, oh, you can do anything. You know, they, they said that he's, he's South African, and because he's from South Africa, if he could do it, you could do it. But exactly. there's a thing here, right? He's South African American. South Africa isn't isn't a poor country, like compared to most of Africa, actually. I think yeah. is, which is the richest country in Africa, by the way. It is indeed, yeah. Is I think could. Nigeria is catching. Yeah, Nigeria is number one because the oil exports from Nigeria are crazy, right? Yeah. True. But um, the point I'm making is, yeah, it's not it's not a poor country, and especially where Elon would have been growing up, he wouldn't be growing up in no poverty. He had a first class education all the way through, pretty yep, much. Yeah. And like, I don't want to say, and he's white, but you know, he is African, but he's white African, so it's a it's a bit of a difference there. But yeah. Anyway. No one really wants to factor that one in, isn't it? Yeah, it's people. It's easy to say, "Oh, he's African." I guarantee you, a lot of the doors that he had that were open for him would be closed if he was black. At least to begin with, I'm sure at this point now he'd be able to just bust them down. But yeah, it's mad, bro. Right, but yeah, congrats to him. Um, we're what's it called? Looking forward to seeing what the changes are. Like, what could they do? Because, Matt, you're the ultimate Twitter user here. Uh, me and ultimate Twitter user. Ultimate, ultimate, ultimate Twitter user. Uh, wait, actually, I did hear that um, they're going to be, what's it called? They're going to be verifying users. Yeah, so I remember he said before he, this whole project speaking about, he said that, I think they've been thinking about this for a little while, actually, because it was just like a couple of months back, maybe a bit longer than that. He said he would charge, he would offer a subscription service for like a dollar a month and if you pay a dollar a month then you could you get an edit button and you'd also get a verified uh, tick 
And obviously, you subscribing means that you have your bank details um, on the app, and therefore that would be a way of verifying who you are as a person. Oh. So, like, this is the thing for me, right? I think that Twitter should still be usable without you verified who you are. And yeah. I think there's a key reason why why I believe this, right? And that is, in times of crisis, especially when governments are cracking down on the population, Twitter is often a mouthpiece to the rest of the world. It's like, it's often like people are able to get their stories heard, right? Now, if you're being verified and the government's like if the government's then say that Twitter has to give over the information to their to their um, police force or whatever, then no one's gonna speak up. Or if they do speak up they're gonna be arrested and who and god knows what happens to them. So there is a positive aspect to the anonymity in there. Of course the other part of it the, the downside is the racism. And and the trolling and the harassment and yeah, abuse. Yeah. But it's you know, like, what are you gonna do? Like, there's a cost to everything, isn't it? Like, people want freedom of speech, but there is a cost to it. I feel like it should be quite straightforward to ban accounts that put up racist shit. If that's simple for me. Like, if you see someone that's tweeting monkey signs at a football player or, or whoever else, right, just ban them. Yeah. Simple. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Yeah. But then and, you know, devices... If easily access and open a new account, then is the ban really... See, see you see, that although that's true, right, Um, you have these things, there's... there's, there's Identify there's, there's um ways of identifying devices on the internet, right? The MAC addresses, right? Surely they could just do something like block them, even if it's temporarily for like a year, and go from there. But who knows? But yeah, I think it'd be just to see what happens there. Cause I know he one of his big things is that he's saying he wants it to be real freedom of speech on Twitter, and I'm sure that's gonna have something to do with impacting how the algorithms run and mm-hmm. and the policies for. Um, banning hate speech and so forth because at the end of the day the, those policies wh- whatever they are they are not actually applied correctly because Trump was saying the maddest shit whilst he's the president of the United States and he wasn't banned and, and Katie he... Hopkins I was going yeah, to get banned now but... she's been banned now but she was, she was saying some mad shit as well and never got banned but then you look yeah. at Wiley he, he had one rant and that was it he was gone and He's again he, he was, what he did say if you think it's racist or not, right? It shouldn't be a case of one strike for him and he's gone, but hundreds of strikes for other people and they're still there. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, what's next? Oh. I think that we should talk about ASAP Rocky. What a fool. <laughs> wait, why is he a fool? I don't understand how you can say that, but go on, carry on, yeah. elaborate. Wait, 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 wait. From 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 what I understand, he cheated on his heavily pregnant baby. No, that came. That was not that true. That was not true, bro. Oh, okay. He's not a fool then. No, <laughs> this is news that, to me then. That was the media <laughs> warming him up for what was about to happen to him. They are so set for this guy to bring him down. It's unbelievable, man. They can't get to Riri because Riri's always in Barbados, and they're like, "We got one." 
We gotta get to him. Conspiracy Manny. Um okay, I might as well talk about it, isn't it? So yeah, the consp- word on the conspiracy uh tinfoil hat Reddit is that um Riri's about to hit a biddy. So she's the Illuminati. No, but yeah, she's already here, but she's about to give birth to the second coming, according <laughs> to her fans, right? So what they're saying is she's about to hit a Billy. She's about to give birth to the second coming. So they need to get her and get her off her pedestal. You get me? So what they've done is they found ASAP Rocky's weakness. Apparently, he's like still gangbanging, shooting up people and stuff like that. Um, they kept quiet about it. But then he went to Barbados, came back, and they got him at LAX. We're like, bitch, you better post that half a million pound bell or you sitting in jail. So, obviously, <laughs> that Riri, Riri got that long cash, just slapped it on there, added stress to her for no reason. And, yeah, he's out for now. But if he gets caught or if he, gets, um, if he goes to trial and gets convicted, that's easily 20 years behind closed doors. Mad. Yeah, yeah. It's a gun charge, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... Think, Seems think like he needs to, needs to be smarter. Like, isn't he getting to, like, a quaffle a in Switzerland as well? Sweden. Sweden, that's it. I knew it was, was something. Chug, build him out. I feel like... Um, this He's going to be slipping because... on something again. Oh my god, <laughs> slipping on semen. <laughs> I can still remember Aesop Rock's face when you said that story. That is hilarious. I think Aesop Rock is a weird one, right? Because obviously he's had a history of like of criminal runnings, right? But it doesn't really affect him or it doesn't stigmatise him the way it does other rappers. No one thinks of Aesop Rocky as being like a jailbird sort of person. You know what I mean? He's no. always like they always think of him as like the super fashionista and but I good remember rapper, his first video, like his first video, him top off with the big tattoos with the goons behind him, bro. I can know, I forgot what song that was. I can't remember which one it was. It was the one, but you know, the one I'm talking about, the one that put him on the mainstream. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, Goldie, not Goldie, mm. Goldie was it his first one. No, I what? thought that I thought that was the one that put him on mainstream. I thought that's what you were talking about. Oh. No, there's one before that. But my point is that I kind of feel like Rocky's kind of like a thorough nigga, though. I think he's kind of about this life for real. And I also think that someone in his team is probably messed up because I don't understand how he's flown into LAX yeah, when these charges were on him and he didn't know about them because he just yeah. quite obviously wouldn't have flown there. Uh, it was Peso. Was it Peso? Or was it Purple Swag? I think I think it was Peso. Yeah, yeah that is but the one. Yeah, so you're right. I think someone on his team definitely flopped with that one. But um, yeah, like I feel like whatever the, whatever this crime is, I don't think he's gonna do any time. I think Rihanna's got that long manner, and <laughs> she's gonna have to. to she got the lawyers just like piled up. And they'll be yeah. ready to do all this slap it out of court. It'll probably be done in no time. Keep pushing the date as well back. 
candlelight to push it back. Let the child be born. At least that's probably gonna happen anytime soon. Oh my days, the whole the whole world's gonna shut down when that happens. Twitter number one. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. If it's a girl, she's there. definitely gonna name it Fenty, isn't it? It's gonna be like a national uh, international holiday. She's old. She's gonna drop soon. Though, when's the when's the birth? When's the baby due? Is she gonna tell him? Sure. I think I think it's been happening for a few months now, isn't it? So probably near the end and the beginning. We shall see. We shall see. We shall. So, um, yeah. cool. We got more music stuff with you. Yeah, T Grizzle. Okay, what did you think? Right. So, um, I listened to it. Mm. Uh, the T Grizzles. Grizzly, fuck yeah. I'm just, I'm just, he's my boy, isn't it? So I'm just. T Grizzle. Grizzle, T Grizzle. The the album's called Half Half T Half Beast. Um, mm. what he should have made it was Half T Half Bear, because Grizzly Bear, isn't it? But some missed... people bears beasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but one thing about T Grizzly is he will always have a hard intro. Like the hard Half T Half Beast track was was pretty hard like i felt like this project was like a very mixed bag like the first song was hard but the rest of it was like average to okay ish or like mill trot featuring lake girl that was a that was a good track um but everything else just kind of was like a bit meh for me. Like, Bust It Down felt like his attempt to get the ladies in there. But again, um, his flow was very samey. It was almost like blue-faced in a way, like the offbeat rap style. Oh. Did you get uh, that as well? Yeah, I feel like our views exactly the same. Yeah, so, and that works sometimes, but on this project as a whole because it was so many songs yeah you definitely should have shortened it concentrated it and before distributing it it just didn't feel as though it didn't feel like it was a strong project to be honest um Oli, you might as well go next then yeah my, my my thoughts are pretty much the same as yours it started off hard i was like oh this is gonna be good um it quickly went boring uh, halfway through I started to get a bit frustrated and I didn't appreciate what felt like offbeat rapping towards the end of the album um, I felt like it just didn't have a clue so I was thoroughly disappointed it's, it's, it started off good the first few tracks like the first two or three tracks it started off good and it just ran out of steam faster than Dylan White so yeah <laughs> poor from me I see what you try to do there. See what you try to do there. Um, cool. So, what's your what's your scores? Did you even review it? Yeah, you did. I'm just like, even listen to it. 
So for me, it was a two. Yes, it's a it's a a low two. Okay, cool. I'm gonna give it a two as well. Whoa, whoa, what's going on, Alexa? Calm down. Bear talking to you, fam. Alexa, feeling that too. Look, yeah, I'll tell you, I, I love the automation that Alexa provides me, but my God, sometimes it's a bit creepy and she just starts talking and not, like no one will be talking to her. Have you gone through the app and uh, deleted the recordings or played yeah, them back? I've got it set to, to delete stuff off the theme ops, some of that. So I have deleted some before previously. What? Nah, no, it's, it's just crazy how much it captures. Indeed. But I think it's meant to... By keeping your voice on there, it's supposed to uh, make it easier for it to understand what you say. Does that make sense? Because it can compare to what you've asked before. Yeah, machine learning and that. Yeah, but um, I said theme ops is enough. So, yeah. And recognition and that. Hmm. So, yeah, anyway, let's, let's, not, let's not let Alexa detract us from this... Grizzle. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> well, you keep saying the name. Shut up! Fucking keep saying no. the name, man. No. No, yeah, so. That's not it. Hold on, is T Grizzle what's. I also know what's set off. Alright, cool, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what's next? I mean, we've got one big one, but we might as well do some. Is there any more news? Uh, do you want to kick us off with Meg? Uh, I think that's the last of the albums today. No, we got, we got, we we got um oh. Pusher. Oh, yeah, we got Pusher. We got Pusher. But we also got some real, real big news to discuss here. Yeah, go for Where it. Is it? Go for it. Oh, I think we've got two big pieces, but I think only one of them we're going to probably go to a lot of depth on, right? But we've had... Let's talk about the Nipsey Hussle one first, then, right? So... What was it? Rack 100, right? Has been recorded talking to Big U. So, just to put some context there, Rack 100 is like a... quite a big blood. in a blood gang. Um, and Big U is like one... probably the biggest crip in LA and there's a conversation that's been recorded between the two of them talking about how they were extorting Nipsey Hussle because apparently there was some sex tape of him running a train on his um, first baby mother it's mad. and apparently when this during this choo-choo moment <laughs> um Apparently, Nipsey's boy came in the woman's mouth, and I'm not sure if Nipsey knew about it or not. But Nipsey then kisses her, and that's what was uh, that's what was um, that was sort of suggested in the video, in the in the conversation between Rack and Big U. So the the issue here is that the guy that's that's leaked this information 
it looks mad because these are people that, or especially Big U, he's someone that was supposed to be supportive of Nipsey and looking after him. So how was he actually extorting him this whole time if it, if it is true? And why are they trying to extort Lauren London for it now to try to get money off of Nipsey's name, what he's earning now from Beyond the Grave? And it's just a terrible look for everyone, for everyone involved, including the game, because Work 100 is the game's manager. And so far, the game has still not even come out and said anything about this to address the situation. And like, this is the same guy that was crying when Nipsey Hussle died, got Nipsey Hussle tatted on him, was doing the whole Nipsey Hussle braids and everything, got the song with Nipsey Hussle posthumously on his album. And, you know what I mean? It's like crickets. What's going on there? But didn't he say um, the game that him and Wack on um, Drink Jams, that him and Wack disagree on a lot of things? Yeah, but there's a lot of things. Really he, control, man. It's one thing to disagree, Manny. Like, if, if you said to me that um, Oli's not really your cup of tea, right? Then that's fine. Right. We could have that disagreement. And I love you still the same way. I love yeah. you still the same way, right? <laughs> If you said to me That's that you were me getting thrown under the bus, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if if you said to me that you um were extorting Ali, yeah, 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 then no, that's not okay. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's not okay at all. So yeah, and if and if you were and if you were trying to bring up lies, because if this isn't true and it's a lie, then that's still not okay either. So uh, one way or another, it would it would need to be addressed. You know what I mean? So. Uh, it's, it's really disappointing from all parties and to be honest with you Rack is just moving really mad right now it's like he's trying to beef the whole west coast as well as the whole and, and making all these friends on the east coast that are probably not friends that you should really have like like 6 9 like, why would you befriend 6 9 a known rap but I don't as... really feel as though he's making friends on the east coast to be honest like the person that exposed him was um, someone from the east coast that's right. That Hassan guy, right? Yeah. So, um, the, he basically, the Hassan guy was saying how Wack was chatting, saying that, chatting, um, chatting lies on uh, Clubhouse mm. about his name. And uh, he didn't feel that. So, but before that, him and Wack were talking about a podcast. But then during those discussions, uh, Wack was telling him stuff and adding him to calls, putting him on mute to let him listen. And that's where he got that information. And then he released the recording. Um, and that's where all this kind of energies come from. It's it's a bit it's a bit interesting, like um I don't really know, to be honest, what to believe. Like I would rather not even try and think about it. I feel like Nipsey's a person that's inspired so many individuals. And whether this tape exists or not, it's not going to stain his legacy. If anything, he'll probably get new fans, to be honest. Like, he'll, he'll go, down, go down even more iconic. But let's just forget about that tape, to be honest. Like, I know I'm just contradicting myself. Like the reason why it's even being discussed is it's discuss- being discussed as a stain to his legacy, um, and those that will try to stain his legacy 
will get a very big backlash because there's people that are ride or die for Nipsey out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, and I think this is why this thing would happen in the first place because, like, when you look at um, when people say that well, how did Nipsey die and all sort of stuff, they a lot of people always go back and say because Big U became jealous of him because of what he was doing, he essentially became more influential than like, Nipsey. Basically, was the most influential um, quit before he died. Mm. And that is something he didn't like. So, yeah, it's sad that his, his name is still being dragged up like this, and it's been happening. It's happening at a time when he can't even defend himself as well. So, yeah, it's a real, it's a real shame. But, yeah. A real shame, man. Anyway, um, let's get into the next discussion. I think it's a good discussion as well. Did you guys watch the Megan the Stallion interview? I did. I'll say your thoughts. Um, I thought everything was meant to be kept under wraps until trial began or begins in September. So I found this 12 minute interview a bit perplexing. And even then, this is quite a serious allegation, right? I don't think 12 minutes is long enough to really unpack what happened. Yeah, like they they breeze through a couple of texts, a video, some a couple of images that are on the screen for a couple of seconds. Um, they breeze through her feelings and like rightfully so, she was crying and stuff. But it just felt very surgical in its approach. Right, we got we got ten to twelve minutes here, let's get in as much stuff as we can. And we'll just gloss over it and. I know for a fact she, I don't know for a fact, but it seems like she lied about at least one thing on that interview because of her body language. Um, The question girl asks her about her relationship with Tory Lanez. So she repeat, I think she repeats the question. She looks away, thinks for a second, then she answers, but she can't keep a straight face. Those are like telltale signs of someone who's lying, right? So... I don't, I don't know why you would lie about something like that, but at any rate, like it definitely seems like from what from what I gathered from this interview that Tori shot at her, and obviously you can see the blood when she's walking. But I don't, I don't know what the purpose of this was, because it just throws me into more doubt. I don't understand why she would do this. Like my only thought is uh, the pre-trial didn't go. The way they thought it was going to go, or Tori's team has some has like an ace in the hole mm. that's going to get him off, and they're just trying to do this to win the sympathy vote. I don't know. It just felt weird. At this point, the only real winners are the lawyers that are eating off both of these artists, like. They can't really move forward until they've now because it's been going on so long. Like the narrative needs to be concluded. Like they can't move forward because it impacts both of their lives until a sentence is passed. Does that make sense? Like everywhere Meg will go, people will say she's a liar. Da, da, da. Everywhere Tory goes, people say, "Ah, oh, he's a beat wife beater." Da da da. Like, it's gone too far, and we're none the wiser. 
Um, I have. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't watched the video yet because if it is propaganda, like I feel as though, like I, I need to kind of digest it properly. I will watch it, but I just don't know if I'm ready just yet. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> it don't make sense, bro. Let's watch okay. the damn thing. No, I just feel as though it's like. I feel like it's gonna be heavy, and then it's gonna. If it is really like factual and convincing, I'm just gonna. Dude, be... it's not. It's it's like a Netflix documentary. It's just waffle. Really? Couple. Waffle, of, waffle, like, waffle. It's like there's actually like thirty to forty five seconds worth of actual information. I tell you one thing. The only thing seen. I got. The only thing I got from that interview, right? Like my view is similar to Ollie's, but the one thing I got from the interview is that Megan did actually get an injury to her foot because I wasn't even convinced that she got one. But I see the I saw the picture of it and it looks bad, but it's, it, it looks from, really bad. I, I if someone shot you in your foot, right? I think it looked worse than that. So I think she got a shrapnel injury, right? Because if if she just got a straight shot, then she, like her foot would have got torn. Like here would have been gone, basically would have got torn up by the bullet. Yeah, so so that's what they said. They said the doctor said, "Did you know you got a, a bullet shrapnel in your foot?" So what if it's a pre-existing injury? That could be a thing as well. But I also the key thing for me is right. This is coming from DJ Academics, who's kind of been um, on the ball with this story previously, right? And that is if she, if Tori had shot her. He would have um, gunshot residue on his clothing and on his body or whatever, right? And when he got taken in and they checked him over, this is something that they didn't find out on him. So, what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, how, how is this possible? How is it possible that he did the shooting and, you know, no gunshot residue on him? So, I'm not convinced, let's put it that way, I'm not convinced that... I'm not convinced by the story. I'm not convinced by her tears because they didn't seem genuine either. But um, we will see. I I personally think it's a case of this was done in order to provide Megan with some more support in the you know the whole public court opinion. Yeah, maybe, but and. I think she's going to lose in the court of law. I think that's what we need to see. Not Meg losing, but we need to see a conclusion in the court of law. Like, because at this point, they both could be lying to save their butts. There's too much I think, lying. I think that's the case. I think they're both lying. But then the other thing is like, I don't, like if, if, if I shot you, right? And you're a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, and your friend's there, but she's not a millionaire. And I say, okay, I'll give you both a million to be quiet. Knowing that you've already got loads of millions, are you going to take that money? Or are you just going to be like, no, I'm going to like report you or whatever? I'm just curious what everyone would do. I don't really know, because I think at that point of Megan's career, she might not have had that much money. Especially when you take it to account, like all the issues she's had of a record label. No, but it's quite she knew the it's money quite... was coming. 
She would have recorded one. Nah, I, I feel like I feel like I don't know, man. In the music industry, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. Sure. And someone's giving you a million cold hard cash, boom, like that. I don't know. Maybe. Why don't I don't. I don't know with that regard. I I don't understand either why why Toy would just shoot her. And then somehow get rid of all the gunshot residue as well. It's I would be in the car as well. Uh, it's just I th- I think you should watch it, Manny. I I need to watch it again because the way she described it didn't really make sense to me. He was shooting over the window. She said. She said. She said he she, he stood over the window and shot. Totally he's, he's not. He's, so he's, short, he's not but... that short. <laughs> he's five foot three. He doesn't really can stand on a on a car seat in a range. Like, they were in the range. They were in an uh, Escalade. Oh, same thing. Escalades are fucking huge, ones. And they go and carry on. You're telling me that if he stands on the seat in an Escalade, his head's not going to be crooked? Only if he stands on tiptoes. It's so weird. But I just wait for trial. I'm, I don't think I'm not saying anyone's guilty or innocent. I'm waiting for trial, and hopefully, it gives us all closure on the situation. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Jesus Christ. Mm. All right, let's get to the next review then. Next review. Next review. Last review. I feel like. Who's the biggest Pusha T fan slash Kanye fan on the pod? It might be me, but I've, I've gone first twice in it. I want Matt to kick us off because I feel like Matt's going to be talking pure grease. Jeez. Okay, cool. All right, so Pusha T is almost dry. Our resident drug lord, Kingpin, Don Pusha Tino <laughs> is back to give us more Coke bars. And cocaine yeah. raps. That's right. Um, you know what, right? I'm going to be honest and say that this is not my favourite Pusha T project. And I do like Pusha T. I've liked Pusha T since the first clips tracks. Grinding! <laughs> and all that sort of shit. Um, but this one, it, it just didn't slap for me the way I hoped it would have. And with that being said, there are some really nice tracks on the album. But as an entirety, I don't think it was as good as his previous release. Or the one before that. Ooh. I think this is actually his worst solo project. Oh. But that is not to say that it's a bad project, because Pusha T's projects are very good. So, um, what am I saying here? Um, My favourite track is definitely the one, not the final track actually. <laughs> The one if But I don't feel like Manis was talking gospel. He was talking a bit crud. Apparently there's gonna be a clips album coming out this year as well. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Because Manis was spitting flames. Jeez. Indeed he was. Um and I also quite liked the track with the Kid Kelly's on two tracks on the album, right? 
Yeah. One. He's on oh, one. Yeah, Rock and roll was one with Kid, yeah. Kid Cudi, I think. That's a decent track. I didn't. Uh, funny enough, I didn't actually like Kanye's part too much, but the rest of the song was quite good. I agree. I mean, Kid, Kid Cudi knew killed it. That's why he came out and was like, I am not performing with Kanye anywhere with that song. Just letting you guys know. Don't think you'll see me. Fuck Kanye. And do you know what? That That is pretty much all I've got to say about the album. That, that, in a positive light, really. Because I think that the beats, I could see what he was trying to do. But I don't think it really happened, in my opinion. And I feel like he's trying to get beats that were very, like, raw, stripped down beats, right? Not boom bap, but similar to, like, what was on My Name Is My Name and Daytona. Right. But it just didn't quite happen for me, so, yeah. Looking back on his discography, this is definitely his worst project in my opinion. And it was And again, it's not to say that it's a bad album, just a case of like King Push is crazy. My name is my name is crazy. Daytona was actually so short, but it was a short and brilliant. But yeah. Anyway, what it's up to you guys, what are you saying now? I, I, I really like this album. This is definitely my album of the week. Hearing uh Jay Z on neck and wrist that was something special I felt as though it did feel like a clash of the producers on this you had like uh, Kanye beats, you had the Pharrell beats and they all sat sweetly on this on this album for me um, my favourite tune was the rock and roll uh, Kid Cudi definitely brought it um, followed by I Pray For You featuring Labyrinth and Malice Um uh, it was a nice listen listen to album. Like I really just enjoyed taking it in. And yeah, I like I understand where Matt's coming from, but a poor pusha T project is still better than ninety nine percent of the industry. Yep, I agree with that. Cool. Well well well. Um, first of all, Manny, we are spot on the tracks. Rock and Roll's my favourite, followed by the one with Malice. Rock and Roll's phenomenal. Um, but also, in agreement with Matt, I didn't feel like Kanye really stepped up on that track. I didn't really appreciate his verse. But, all that aside, first time I listened to it, and I would say my thoughts were aligned with yours, Matt. Um, my name is my name. That started off incredible uh, Daytona. The first track took me a while to get used to, but now I love it. It's incredible. This album, when I first listened to it, I struggled. Um, and I think it's because of how I listened to it. So they were doing weird stuff with the Dolby Atmos. And like some of the vocals were like over-enhanced on the center channel. Like It was just weird, so it really ruined the experience. So I listened to it again. And I thought it was crazy, this album. Like, I really liked it. First track, great. The issues I had with the mixing, they weren't present on the non-Dolby Atmos version. Like, there wasn't really anything that was bad. Like, great lyrics as usual. I wouldn't say it's as good as Daytona, but it's definitely better than My Name Is My Name. 
Um, my name, uh, my, my name is my uh, name is very, very, very uh, feature heavy. It's uh, very feature heavy, and uh, like it's not as focused uh, as this album. Bro, <laughs> this is this is very blasphemous right now because my name is my name. Although it is feature heavy, bro, we was listening to that album all the time, up and down the fucking M23 for uni. Are you gonna tell me that this that album wasn't better than than this one? You're trying nonsense, bro. But I guess it's your opinion. It's the first I've argued today about anyone's opinion, but like that, <laughs> that is that is a no. I'm not having it. My name is my name, and King Push and Daytona are all better than this album, man. I disagree, Manny. Do you think this is better than My Name Is My Name? Manny's too scared to to answer. I don't. I, I, I... I don't know, to be honest. Um, listen to it, okay, listen to it again this week, right? And tell me what you think, because I'm telling you, you could argue that it's a feature-heavy album, maybe because of that, it's, it's an unfair comparison. You could say that. But to say that straight up, this album here is better than My Name's My on. Name is is just nonsense, bro. It's better. It's more polished. It's He's, he demonstrated polished. better skills. It's not even better that. produced. It's, it's just better. 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 Produced is absolutely nonsense as well, man. Okay, whatever. Go ahead. Carry on. <laughs> anyway, all I'm trying to say is I really, really like this album. This album was excellent. It's not as good as Daytona, but it's still excellent. And I'm still going to play it. Played it all weekend. I'm going to continue to play it. I'm going to be playing it at the end of the year. It's definitely in my top five for the year. Doesn't matter what else comes out. Kendrick, Kanye, Cole, Drake, they could all drop. Jay-Z could drop. Nas could drop. And none of them are still taking us out of the top five. Saying that with Chest. Excellent album. Bro, I don't know what sort of crack you were smoking when you listen to this, but you meant to be sniffing cocaine. It was diet coke. Yeah, I see what you're trying to do there, but that was pretty cool. You need to get that full fat shit, bro. Get that baking soda out of it. Because honestly, your take on this is awful. Truly awful. I mean, everyone's entitled to opinions, right? And some are right and some are wrong. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll circle back to this in a few months' time. We'll see if everyone's opinions are the same. But as it stands right now, better than my name is my name. Mm-mm. 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 How can you say that, man? That is just not right. <laughs> my hurt, boy. I'm just freaking mad that you can speak speak such blasphemy with such confidence. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna back to back them all tomorrow. Do it. And I'm gonna back just like we do with J Cole, or just like I did with J Cole. I went through all the albums back to back. Yeah, and then you remember you saying that I was right with that as well. No, I didn't. I didn't. You did. You did. I didn't. I still put KOD and above four still drive. No, I didn't put it above voice. Nothing is above voice or drive. What did you put above then? I put it. I think I put it top three. Forest or drive for your eyes only. Stop one game. Born, born singer. Cold War story. It's four albums, right? Kod. 
and um, his last album as well. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't like it was that you put his last album above KVD. So that's what say it was, or something like that. Because that last album wasn't better than For Us to Drive and KVD. The off season was better okay. than For Your Eyes Only. That was my argument. I, think. I don't think it was. That. I think he said it was better than KVD. Because my my view of my view of for your eyes only is the fact that is is a weird one. I feel like the recording of it, the recorded version of it, isn't great because it lacks energy. But in person, when you perform the songs in person, it's brilliant. So yeah. Anyway, moving on. Wait, did yeah. we rate? Did we rate it? No, we didn't. Are we gotta rate it now, mate. Yeah, let's rate it. I'll go first. Okay then, go on, you seem excited. Strong four. This is a four for me as well. You guys, man. Like, every day I feel like you guys, like, know how to disappoint me, but then you just try to find, like, new ways of disappointing me further. Bro, just drop your rating, fam. Bro, no, no, bro. This is fucking nonsense, bro. It's, 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 it's a three. Nothing more than a three. Oh my! Oh my days! How can you have four? Oh my days! Here? Because you have high threes and you have low threes, right? Ah, uh, the so. Nah, now, now you're talking nonsense. No, now, we've now you're always talking. said that. We've now you're, you're talking. Three threes, you're right? talking nonsense. And this bro. is this one you're is a bang nonsense. average three, right? Oh, but the, the threes I gave earlier on are low threes. No, bro. Is, this is not a three, bro. Come you, on. You're bugging. It's a three. I like oh, Pusha D. Let's just end the pod now. Let's just end the pod now. That's killed the whole vibe. And on that, what the hell? Next bomb week show. And on, on, on that bombshell. Right, guys, good night. No, it's not. It's a three. He's entitled to his opinion. Let him have his opinion. We don't yeah, have so my opinion's a three, so there you go. You guys give out fours or fives of way too much eastbound. But the question I'll ask you is, yeah, come December, or not December, come October, November, if you're still listening to this album, because it's a four, right? So you should still be. So let's see. I mean, yeah, I probably will be Okay, okay. September, October. I know you stopped listening, because I know, I remember last year you stopped listening to to the J. Cole album. No, I didn't. It was my... Yes, you did. No, it was... We went through... Can I say? Yes, Can I say what I'm gonna yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went through my songs and the, the top twenty songs. In that doesn't that mean entire album that no, for the, the whole year. That you no, didn't let me finish. It, Throughout the whole year of all the music I listened to, every track was in the top twenty. Okay, but that's not and what I still I said, listen though. to this album now. I that's still listen to it I now. Said. That's not what I, I said. Though. I played yeah. the album last week. I said I, I still said, listen to it now. Towards the end of last year, you stopped listening to the album. I didn't. You did though. Uh, listen, said, we you should. Said you even said it, bro. Okay, do you know what? Let's go back and listen to the year roundup, and you'll hear me say I still listen to the album. Now. Let's go. It was let's in do my, it then. Was in my top pull it up, then. Pull it up, then. Put it number one. Pull, pull it up, then. Yeah, I'll put it up later. Put, put it up. No, no, no put it up in the pod. Now, let's go. Speaking <laughs> of um, of the yeah, albums of the year, do we even have any so far? This album. No, I don't think anything's dropped this year that's that's even making me think of album of the year. Yeah, to be fair, I'm, I'm in there with you. There hasn't been any, like, outstanding five stars this year. No. Like, not one that we can all turn around and be like, you know what, 
that could be. Yes, interesting. Uh, do you think we're almost at the midpoint of the year? Surely one would have dropped. Actually, it's a lie. I think. Dropped. I think Coyle Razor was going to get it for me. No. <laughs> you know, I've, on second listen, I've been screwing on me as well. So, yeah. I did like Sorry the Kids album though, that was a good one. Right. I remember what other albums I'm just dropped. looking through the albums now and I don't see anything that I'm thinking is going to be right. number one. Wait. I'm hoping we get some Was did did we listen to Mooney Long this was Mooney Long f- I gave Mooney Long five, right? That was I think that was this year. Public yeah, displays of affection. That was last year, 2021. Mm, but I mean, we So, if nothing else comes out, that's going to be my song of the year, album of the year. But that's a 2021 album. Did not ask Magic come out this year or last year? Uh, last year, Eve. Yeah. Okay, so, like, this, this that is, like, a bit of an unfair one. Because it came out December 24th, right? It came out Christmas Eve. Yeah, and that album is excellent. I love that album. And obviously it goes as being last year's. But it came out before we would have really yeah, given it real consideration. Added, yeah. yeah, so for me, right now, the only album I can say, which is technically last year, but I still consider it for this year, is Last Magic. If you're doing that, I'm doing that for me really long. What? This year, like it took. No, but it didn't come out like it came out in the middle of last year, bro. She came out really like this year with everything. (laughs) Why you like this, bro? Come on. Because because I want to breathe like there's nothing. I'm desperate. (laughs) 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 Like that was the hardest one. Also, it's not an album, it's an EP, but still. Yeah, bro, that's the strongest EP I've ever heard. I don't even lie. Hey, Manny, you said relax, you know. You're going to have another baby soon. <laughs> no, no, I need to. I need to. I've actually, like, turned down listening to that to that EP because I was listening to it way too much. To the point where, like, even my neighbours started playing it. <laughs> Manny, do your neighbours know your name? <laughs> well, they know my musical taste now. That's the only thing. Uh, I think we can't get we can't avoid that one. Anyone that was that's ever lived to you before knows about your late night EastEnders habits as well. So it's a bit what peak of that one. Do you still watch EastEnders, by the way? Yeah, I stopped after first year for for a while, and then um, st- yeah, I've started watching it um, ah. since I become a father and that. Well, uh, well, yeah, I feel safe for your neighbours. Because when that baseline drops, boy. Quick question. Ollie, do you think that this Pusha T album is better than Nas's album? I haven't listened to Magic in ages, so I'd have to listen to it. I can't remember. Wow. That's actually surprising, because like, I thought you liked the album a lot. But yeah, that's that album is still in heavy rotation for me. Same with me and J. Cole. Yeah, sure. Wow. It looks like... So, okay, let's see what happens with music anyway this year. Come on. 
I'm, uh, uh, do you know who I'm pinning my hopes on? I want Ellie Ma to cut. Like, she's. Doing <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Ellie Ma? Any is in any mother. LMA, LMA. Oh, okay. What you meant LMA is what you know, but I like. I mean, he meant that, but still. She's doing some sort of rollout at the minute where she's going like Shoreditch, letting people remember who she is, if that makes sense. She's going Shoreditch. Yeah, yeah, she was in Shoreditch. Shoreditch. Did you hear? You know that song? Oh my god, beer. Because she likes Shoreditch. Shoreditch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in London doing the miles. Shoreditch. Shoreditch. Nah, man. Nah. Don't know when Those miles are hard, though. Come on, bro. Yeah. Shoreditch. <laughs> I don't yeah, understand. Sure. Like, what were you meant to get from that? I don't get it. But okay, you showed it. Hold on. No, no, but she was like, she got the shortage on his credit, so he can't even buy me a present or some shit like that. Terrible. J. Cole with the. Thank goodness for J. Cole with that one. Capitalistic. Yeah. It's so hard. That song is so hard. That song is song of the year as well so far. Alright, look here. We wrap this podcast up. Wild <laughs> statements coming there from Manny. Manny just with the bollocks. We need to talk about. Didn't you want to talk about the boxing, Manny? I did. I did. Okay, cool. Boxing time. Um, it's boxing Dillian, time. Dillian let us down, man. But. Yeah, didn't let me down a bit. I was just Mate, I was so upset the following day. Just like for the rest of the day, I was just like down. I really wanted him to win. Especially after Fury's entrance. With yeah, the biggest Fury did, Fury did two entrances, bruv. He took the piss. He did. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he, he makes an active effort to mock his opponents yeah. with either his ring attire or his entrance. I know he did it to Wilder, and I feel like he was doing the same to Dillian. I wanted Dillian to. I think I feel like I'm starting to get it. He is, he is like the top guy at the minute in boxing. He, do you know? What no I mean? doubt, no he doubt. Is. And like as much as as much as like I want to see him challenged. It's just not happening. Like he really made Dillian Wright look like a puppy show. Like with his with his skill movement, like he took away Dillian's plans. See, this is it. Yeah, I think the issue was it was his movement, and Dillian Dillian was just too slow. Yeah, Fury was way too fast for him. Like if they were of a similar speed, I guess you can do ifs and buts all days, but. It's like Dillian did not tell his power level without losing his speed. Exactly, exactly that. He exactly didn't know about that. Super Saiyan level 2. He only found Super Saiyan level 1.5. That's the problem. Yeah, or Super yeah. Vegeta. Super Super Dillian. It's, it's, it's just, he, he bulked up too much. And he was just, the bulky muscles make you slower, bro. Yeah, he was just like throwing them Deontay Barda blows. Yeah. 
And the funny thing was, like, I remember watching the video of uh, White's reaction to Dillian, no, White's reaction to um, Wilder getting beat up by Fury. And he's just laughing, saying he got beat up so bad. And he had a game plan, right? He explained that in the video. He didn't do none of that in the fight. He he lost his head at one point, and after that, it was it was all over. I think Fury hit him with a heavy hook, and after that, he was just that was in like round three or four, and he was just after that, he was done. So sad. I just feel like Damien. I feel like everyone. I think that the truth about it is right. What you said there is like you about the, having a game plan and not sticking to it thing, right? And I think it happens every time when people fight Fury. Fury gets in his opponent's heads and he fucks them, basically, because the same thing happened to Wilder. Wilder started off the last fight with Fury really well. Yeah. And it looked like it was actually more of a fight than people expected. And then after, what, three or four rounds, Wilder started to basically... Was it, was it three or four rounds? It was after the first knockdown, like round yeah. six, I'd say. Yeah, that's when he's like, you know what, he just lost it. And then he started just going just going for Fury, like going after him, like as in he was angry. And then that was it. That was it. From that point, once you lose your game plan, that's it. I think I think that for a lot of these boxers, beyond actually physically like, you know, preparing your body for what you've got to do and learning how you're gonna tactically approach the fight. They need to do, do some mental work to like not be wound up and yeah. stay relaxed and calm because <laughs> Fury, whatever he does in the ring with, his, with the dark arts, as I put it, like leaning on the people, on people, grinding his head into people's um, <laughs> faces and stuff like that. That and I think you might yeah, imagine you got someone's got short spiky hair. That must hurt, you know, like. That, that man. It would be funny if he didn't shower before the fights as well, like a couple of days before. So he had that strong onion bo. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, um, the referees when they when they go to check on the fight before the fight, they check on that sort of stuff as well. So oh, apparently, really? yeah. So apparently, they're not allowed to actually have strong bo. Oh, fuck. Okay. So, yeah. I never knew that. But, um, yeah, that's what, that's what I read, because I remember thinking this myself, that if someone just stunk really bad, that would be, like, a really good, like, means to fucking your opponent. Just lean on them, get their armpit in their mouth. <laughs> 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 and then, in fact, whatever that way, but, yeah, man, um, it's, it's actually all mad, really. It's all mad. It really is. But, yeah, he disappointed us. But we move. We move. I just feel so sorry for him, because it was what? It was like... It was like over a thousand days that he was number one um, in the w, WBC. Mm-hmm. So he should have had the fight ages ago. Ages he can get ago. It again, man. Like, he can get another shot if he works hard, fits his head down <laughs> in a few years. Nah, last time he lost that attack with fight chance, they kind of want to take him to come back. And he's old. That's it. He's going to be fighting people like Joe Joyce if. Joe Joyce loses his next fight. I would like to see White versus Wilder. No belt on the line, but I'd like to see that fight. But um, this is the thing for me, right? I understand totally the fact that what, like, Fury is looking like a bit of a 
I don't know. Like, he's probably going to be the one that, that becomes the undisputed yeah, um, like rich up in the world, right? But I kind of feel like out of the rest of the contenders, all of them could beat each other. Yeah. And I think out of the rest of the contenders, the only one that could beat Fury is AJ. And the reason yeah, why I say yeah. that is that I don't think the way AJ's fighting right now that he would beat Fury, but I think he has the raw tools to make it happen. He's just about big enough to step in the ring of him and... Um, you know, not get just pushed around, right? And he's a very fast, he's very fast and all sort of stuff, but he would need to have the best trainer work on him for a long time. So, with his skill set enough. If he fought like how he fought against Ruiz in the second fight, right? Mm. I think he would frustrate Fury and Fury would try and walk him down. And AJ's good at counter-punches and counter-punches with uppercuts. And I think that's how he'd beat him. Jab, dance around. But AJ's also prone to an uppercut himself. That's the thing. Is that he? That is true. He kind of yeah. is. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if he Ruiz is. exposed him. No, so I think that's a bit different because Ruiz is an inside fighter. Tyson's not an inside fighter. He can't do that. He can't let's hit not, let's, not, let's not call him Tyson, please. Not, not like no, that. Sorry, Luke. Luke. Sorry, Luke isn't an inside fighter. I'm not saying like that, but it's called a Fury because if we think of Tyson, there's only one real Tyson. Yeah, yeah. And it's Iron Mike. Well, his, his name is Luke Fury, right? So, yeah. Um, he couldn't fight on the inside like that. His arms are too long. He's not going to be able to get any power behind his punches. So, even if it was like that, that's an advantage to AJ. So, if he, like, Ruiz is AJ's sort of weakness and Usyk is like a similar height and reach of um Ruiz just with much better boxing IQ and that's why he's always going to lose that fight but against Fury I think he does have the capability to potentially beat him I think I think Usyk would give Fury a run for his money as well like when Dylan White came out Southpaw, there was a bit of hesitation from Tyson, and I don't know whether that's because he was just feeling him out. Um, but it did feel like there was hesitation, so it'll be interesting to see that for twelve rounds to see if he could handle that. I'm sure he could, but last time he first faced a Southpaw in Otto Wallen, he got knocked down, and it didn't wasn't his. But he got up again. You know, we got to keep from that. <laughs> See, I really feel like that match should have been at least a draw. Mm. I, don't, I don't think Tyson won that match. But what, the third one? No, oh, this was This was before. That was the match before the Wilders. Yeah. Wasn't that the match after the first Wilder fight? It was like a tune-up fight. So he had a draw in the first fight, then he done Otto Wallen. Oh, okay. Okay. You're probably right there. Boxing is a weird sport, though. It's like if the if it's not a knockout, right? It, it, the the referees are always biased, yeah, and biased in a bad way as well. Yeah. And it's like basically, if you if you're the underdog and you do not knock out the champion, or if if you're the champion and the person that's that's the challenger is basically seen as the person who they want to have the title, the person they want to be the face of the organisation, 
you have to knock out your opponent. You do. Because when it goes down to the opinion of the judges, you see so many scorecards that just do not look right. But they are, they are past and, and that's, <laughs> that's what's accepted. That's so I true, guess. man. Like, even this recent fight of White and Fury, um, like, the way the commentators were just... Sucking off Fury, bro. It was ridiculous. Even, like, I think David Hay was the only one who was being relatively neutral. Mm. Mate, mm. even Lennox Lewis, because um, Tyson Fury's working with, like, his Kronk-style legacy, he loves off Tyson Fury as well. Like, so I was just like, oh, my God. Who's up there for Dillian, man? No one. And that's what that's what's frustrating. Like so like I saw the judges scorecards, right? And one of the judges gave Dillian two rounds, which I thought was quite fair. Yeah. Um and people were dragging him, like, why are you giving him two rounds? He didn't win a single round. No, that's not true. He did well in, in at least two rounds for sure. Yeah, I say like the second and maybe the third. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Alright. Don't mind the haters, bruv. Absolutely. I just want to big up my little bro. Um, Just won the under-17s London Cup. Jeez! Congrats. This evening, big him up on that one. I had to commit to the pod. I couldn't let the guys down for another day. So, you know, big up you guys. Don't feel bad, though. I made a decision myself. It's all good. Um, (laughs) What's it called? Cool. Um, my socials are Emmanuel Yates ninety um, on Elon Musk's new social media platform. <laughs> um, Matt, what's yours? Okay, so I'm at Mr. Matty Lee on um, Elon Musk's social media page, and I'm also. At Mr. Underscore Matty Lee on Mark Zuckerberg's photos page. <laughs> yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at OCClark underscore 10. I'm not doing that nonsense, but you guys are doing. Tesla. Hater. Damn right. He changes Twitter to Tesla. It's going to be like T-X-A-B-A-E-R. A whole bunch of random stuff. And follow Esos underscore on Instagram and Tesla. Yeah? It's been a pleasure. Peace out, guys. Ciao. Ciao. Drinks. The Esos Podcast.